So I have to start this podcast with this girl. Her name is Shante Suffren. She graduated from Lafayette College and I just listened to her speech on TikTok and I want to share it with you guys. Good morning. This is the vibes today. I started to, to think about it and realize that the world that we live in right now, it doesn't value the slow and steady, but instead it glamorizes the instant, the quick and easy. When you think about it, anything truly good, the best, the best companies, the best stories, the best assignments and projects that we've turned in, they've all taken a little longer. So we want to live the best lives, the ones that are impactful and wholesome and good. Then we have to learn to embrace the power of the slow and steady. And at risk of getting my Jamaican card, rejected i encourage you to be a long distance runner in a world of sprinters i encourage you to be an overnight marinated meal in a world of microwavable and i encourage you to be a handwritten note card in a world of instant messages wow that's ins- that gives me chills on my body like in a world of instant messages choose to be a handwritten card to somebody wow that seriously makes my skin just like crawl with good vibrations like that girl just started my whole day feeling good and I think some I talk about my future version of myself and relationships these days are so weird and crazy for me right now like it's hard not being a Christian it's hard for everybody, it affects everybody. I wish that my life did not affect everybody. But in a world where I can be a text message, I want to be a long written paper to somebody. And that's the type of person I want to be. I love that girl. Anyways, here's the rest of the episode. Thanks. I hope this pushed you in some kind of upward direction this morning. Also, I'm going to say that I went to bed late last night. I went to bed super fucking early. I don't know what's wrong with me. I just mix my words up sometimes. You'll see. Hey, guys. Hi. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. It's Abigail on the A Big World podcast. Right now, I'm actually live on TikTok. It's 530 in the morning on a Tuesday, May 24th. I am up and Adam. I went to bed super late last night and I woke up around 3:45 this morning used the bathroom and then I was like walking around the house and I was like you know what maybe it's time to get started with the day and get my podcast going because yesterday I got it out late in the afternoon which was the first time I ever did that I've never got it out so late before but I got it out and it's been up and I was like let's just go ahead and get this Tuesday going. Let's start recording. Let's get it posted early so it can be back on schedule. And let's just get in the habit of making sure that this is like the top priority every day. Although yesterday, the podcast was always a priority. I just was so tired yesterday from being gone at the beach for a month. Like whenever you come home, you just feel like you need to rest. Right now I'm on TikTok live at, I've been on for like 10 minutes. It's 5 a.m. And I had like 250 people in here at first and now there's 165, but they're all men and they're saying like super strange things about me. 
and just like weird sentences you know like whenever you get on live and people want you to say things out loud or say things that just aren't appropriate and they try to trick you that's what this is and like they're so inappropriate illegal pal and Braxton well I have two girls on here Cassie and Braxton right now and I've like shouted out there's 200 people on here I'm like are there any girls on here at five o'clock in the morning but it's all just men it's so weird because most of my audience are women anyway so I don't know why this is happening okay we have a girl named Mads on here guys I'm talking to my podcast and I'm talking to my live on TikTok and you guys should go stream my podcast a big well because you would get to know me so much better. And then whenever we get to the live on TikTok. Which I used to go live so much. Like hours a day whenever I made jewelry. That was like how I made money. Was staying on TikTok live. And like getting to know people. But anyways. If you're on the live. Or if you're on the. Um, what is this called? The podcast. Follow both of them. And get to know me on both of them. Because it all intertwines. Kurt Cobain just said that she loved my podcast. We've got Jordan on the live. She's a girly who can't sleep. How early do you guys wake up? I usually do not wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning. I don't know what time I went to sleep last night. It must have been... I Whenever I went to sleep, I remember Will saying, are you just going to take a nap? And I was like, Yes, I'm just going to take a nap. And then I woke up at 3.45 in the morning. And I was like, oh, let's get ready to go. Let's start doing this podcast. Like, you're up and ready to go. You can get it out early. And then, like, yesterday, you were behind. Now you're ahead. Uh, someone asked on the live, "Do you, how do you get up early? And it's not that I get up early. My sleep schedule is just, it's pretty consistent. But the time that I wake up, I never wake up later recently than, like, nine or ten if we're on the road I'm gonna be up between like anywhere between six and nine today's 5 30 because I went to sleep super early last night and I'm ready to go but I feel like over the past few years I've definitely become more of a morning person and I've become more of a morning morning person because I am doing things the day of and that morning that I genuinely enjoy doing, like podcasting. So, if you're like, I hate mornings, I'm not a morning person, what are you doing? Like, what are you preparing yourself for for the day? Because that's probably why you're not a morning person. I used to never want to go to school. I used to never want to, like, take tests, study, do anything. Whatever I was doing, like, the reason I wasn't a morning person was clearly because I wasn't doing things that got me excited for my morning and day. So, this podcast is going to be a live interaction between me and my people on live this morning on TikTok and me and you having a conversation that we always do on the podcast. But since I'm on live, these people are asking questions and I would like to answer them. Someone says, do you ever hate listening to yourself talk? Yes. Whenever I go back to record, I only hate listening to myself talk whenever I'm saying things that just like make no sense. I hate listening whenever I know that I need to re-record a part because I just like scrambled my words too much or I couldn't get my words out. And sometimes I say dumb shit. Like I'm sure everyone can relate if you're like recording yourself or just rambling your thoughts. Like 
you have no control, you're just kind of speaking, you're going to say things that are kind of controversial, that kind of like cross the line. But that's why not everything needs to be shared because not every thought and not every feeling that you have is like appropriate for the setting or even needs to be addressed or mentioned. Not every feeling needs to be put on a podcast. So I feel like that's probably... I don't get embarrassed after the fact that it's posted. Yes, I get nervous and I overthink. You guys know that. I get like super nervous about my podcast, especially touchy topics I get really worked up about. But I try to make sure that it's all gravy before I post it so I don't really have to like overthink my voice or anything. But whenever it comes to my voice, my voice is my voice. Like it's going to be scratchy. It's going to be congested. It's going to be fast it's going to be southern it's going to be all kinds of things at different points and I can't like be too hard on my voice because that's what's making that's like what what I use like I can't change that I can't change that in five minutes so what like there's better ways to use that energy than to just like be upset about my voice like let's think about the material that we're putting out in the world the content that we're putting on the other world that we can change and make better because the voice isn't like the big deal Although sometimes I'm like, damn, this bitch is annoying. But it's really more for me about the content that I'm like, that I'll get embarrassed of if it's not good. I have two TikTok accounts and one of them's my main account and one of them's my small account. But my small account I used while I was always banned on my main account. So my small account has like 43,000 followers on it. So right now I just switched on to that account to go live. Hey. Hey, pretty people. On live, Braxton asked me, do people ever ask me about my jewelry, about van life, about my business from my hometown, and does it make me uncomfortable? No, no one ever asked, like, literally no one ever asked, unless it's, like, adults who know my parents, and I think that they're nosy. I don't think they genuinely care what's going on. I think they just want to know the juicy details. Um, but they cover that with like, oh my god, how is Abigail doing? Which is fine. It's all asking the same question, so whatever. But no friends really keep up with me from here. I have two close friends that we see each other maybe like twice a year, once a year. And we just keep up with each other that way. And they know that I love them. They have my support no matter what, and I feel the same way. It's not like I keep up with them every day or even every week. But other than that, I don't really have, like, a lot of local support. I have tons of metaverse internet support, and I have a wonderful, wonderful partner. I've made amazing social media friends that I can't wait to meet. And I think my definition of support is like, I don't even think I have an actual word definition. I think it's, I can talk around it and I can feel supported, but like words and trying to describe support is super difficult for me because I can like, I can feel loved by somebody and still not feel supported by them. I don't think that you have, like, I think that you can love somebody and still not support what they do. I And it's sad because it's like, dang, I wish that I could have the love and the support. But sometimes you don't get everything you need or everything you want because at the end you'll have things that you need that you couldn't have had if you had 
the beginning support or these beginning things that you feel like you need to be validated. But I really have no room to complain. I've got everything I need and then some I've like I can I can do my life and be okay. Everyone has their shit, everyone has their junk and baggage and problems and friends and family who have issues and we I have issues and all this other shit but that can't stop me from reaching my goals because support isn't gonna help me reach my goals like no amount of money no amount of inspirational speakers or TED talks like none of that's gonna help me get where I want to be it's me being healthy in my body it's me being healthy in my mind it's me being healthy in my relationships and like regulating my emotions in a healthy way that's those are the things that will get me to my goal and to my end vision so at the end of the day support it it's not like make it or break it like I can do it with support I can do it without support either way the shit is gonna get done is this boring I'm asking my live if this is boring because there's two people on it why like how did I go from 300 people on this live to three Braxton is invested though so that's good if you listen to the podcast today you'll you'll probably hear your name mentioned if you were on TikTok live as you guys know I've been watching Inventing Anna and the girl who plays Anna Delvey is Julia Jennifer is it Julia or Jennifer Garner? Julia? It's Julia, right? Okay, I net, I don't know. I thought I knew who Julia Garner was. Why is this a surprise to me? Like, that name sounds so familiar, and it sounds like it has a lot of my childhood attached to it. But whenever I see the actress Julia Garner, I don't recognize her, and I only know her from Ozark as the crazy lady that screams. So who is Julie Ga- Julia Garner? Hey, thanks for joining for my Instagram story. But like, do y'all have the same issue? Because I oh don't forget I'm still alive. I left. It's six thirty now. I woke up at three thirty this morning. It's been a long day, but I went to go wake Will up and give him a coffee and snuggle him a few minutes, and. That's where I'm at right now, but I just got back to my computer and I'm looking at YouTube and Julia Gardner. I've been stuck on this chat on this girl forever for the past two days. Like how I'm confused by her. Can anyone help me understand? Like, I thought she was super famous. I mean, she is super famous and Wikipedia says She's known for her starring role as Ruth Langmore in the Netflix series Ozark. I don't think that's what she's known for. I have some, like, memory of Julia Garner that is not, like, I knew her before Ozarks. This is wrong. This is wrong. What is the placebo effect? Is that whenever something changes and you're just not sure? Is a sham substance... Okay, no, I was wrong. Someone corrected me. Thank God I'm on live. Mandela effect is what I'm looking for. And that's like how... I think that's how I feel about Julia Garner. Mandela effect. Let's Google it. So the Mandela effect is... 
Okay, so I'm getting some interaction on my live about this Julia Garner thing, and multiple people agree with me that she is not known from Ozarks. I don't know where the fuck this girl's from. I don't know how she's so famous in my head. Like, Julia Garner, that name is super famous. The face, I'm like, I recognize you, but you look like just Ruth from Ozark. Crazy girl from Ozark. But Julia Garner, who are you? And what did I watch you... Like, why do I know your name, old shows? You are not known for Ozark. I don't believe it. Okay, so she was known for Sin City. I've never watched that. I've never watched Robot Chicken, Glinda the Good Witch. I've never seen that. I've never seen Martha Marcy. I've never seen Sin City. Where the, Julia Garner, who are you? Who, Who is this Julia Garner? And what did you do with the other one? I don't know. Maybe someone else like can relate to me and just be like, yeah, this is... Hasn't Julia Garner been famous for years? And Ozark came out in 2017. Like, she's... I feel like... She, I don't know. I feel like she had... The, the fame that she's gotten from inventing Anna in Ozark, I feel like that was like 10 years ago. Why am I so confused. So something that's kind of interesting is I want to know who the freak I'm thinking of whenever I think of Julia Garner and like maybe there's another actress I'm comparing her to. So I just typed in A-list actresses and the first person to pop up is Meryl Streep. I'm not an actor or the I don't know who that is. Why is she the first one? Jen, then Jennifer Lawrence, then Julia Roberts. What if Julia Roberts is the one I'm getting, what is Julius uh, Garner mixed up with? Julia Roberts has been famous for a while, but maybe I'm just like now catching the Julia Garner wave, so I feel like I'm behind, and I was, I don't know, maybe my memories are mixed up. Anne Hathaway will always be one of my favorite actresses. Who else is on this list? Um, Angelina Jolie, Kate Winslet, Penelope. Cruz, Jennifer Aniston, Emma Watson, all these other names, Emma Stone on here, Kathy Bates, I don't know a lot, Audrey Hepburn is literally still on here and she's been dead since 1993. Um, someone asked me on live to talk about my spiritual awakening and there are so many podcast episodes that I, and pretty much every podcast episode, I probably point some direction of spirituality or like just what's in my head because it's to me to talk about spirituality will never happen like I'll just talk around the whole thing but my whole life I like feel like it all is unintentionally flowing out like everything I do the reason that I'm podcasting the reason that I get up in the morning it's not because of my religion or because of what I believe it's just like my life in order for me to be happy and think positively and get things done and reach my goals spirituality has been the move for me and it's not really a religion it's more of a lifestyle it's about me not pressuring myself to do things I don't want to do and only like doing things with my whole heart and not for ill intention or like, because somebody else expects something of me, like, I want to do things because it's what's in my path and not being forced out of me. 
texting me, told you come have sex with me. Respectfully, think about you sexually. Guys, should I keep that not on the podcast? Someone says, what's forced out of you? Like, just pretending to be somebody that you're not to get approval of others because that sets you back so far. And then you have to keep this act up and there's no room. There's no room for real growth whenever you're constantly trying to be somebody that you're not. Like, if you're trying to uphold other people's standards and other people's ideas for you, you are getting further away from where you need to be. Eddie says, I never let people know my next move. And that provokes a really cool thought that I had the other day. And I think I literally talked about this this morning. I don't know. It's been a long morning, you guys. It's finally almost 7 o'clock. But not telling everyone all my secrets and all of my thoughts and ideas because I get on the podcast and I'm so open and free with my language and like everything that I've learned I want to share it with other people because like I feel like if you're on here or you're researching things for yourself that's doing research and that's like enough work for me to share like a lot of what I've figured out by myself on here like I feel I want to share with people who want to learn but like there's certain things that I should keep to myself and keep private because I've overcome so much and worked so hard to get some of this information or figured out how to make a podcast and like that's a small example someone literally brought this up to me the other day and I had thought about this before but I didn't really consider it because i genuinely do not give a fuck like I think everyone has there's enough room for everybody to be successful there's enough room for most everybody to have a podcast that doesn't mean everyone should have a podcast but there's room for everyone to do everything if they want to do it so I like to share like quick progress that I made to help other people make quick progress but like small example is someone was like why did you tell everyone exactly how to make a podcast? Like, it was so simple from, I did one, two, three, I think it was like the first or second episode, I told people how to make a podcast for free and like how I did it. And, you know, before that, it took six to eight months of thinking about the podcast, finding the equipment, wondering what I'm going to do, researching how to do it. And then like, it just took Way more than just like what I said to do or taught somebody to do, you know, because I explained how to make a podcast. It's super simple, but the months and the time and the thinking and the anxiety and the pressure and the nerves that like just went into simply finding an app that worked for me, like all of that was a lot of work. And that's what like those small things that no one thinks about is like what you end up paying for whenever it comes to art or business with other people like you're not just paying for the fact that you got a simple five-step routine on how to make a podcast you're paying for the fact that it took upwards a year months years to get to the point where I can just say hey here's how to make a podcast I'm sure there are YouTube videos and stuff and I watched one that was really helpful 
But, like, I did a lot of research to get me to the point of just, like, sitting down and being able to upload a podcast daily. So, I think it's important for me to keep some of my thoughts and progresses, ideas in my head. Because not the whole world doesn't always deserve to know every idea that I have and every, like, progression, achievement. You know, like, sometimes it's just, like, good to keep your own secrets. Keep your own secrets. Keep your own ideas to yourself because, you're like, you're that special to, like, keep secrets between. You always want to tell other people because you feel like other people are worthy and de- you deem other people worthy of, like, things. But sometimes it's good to keep it to yourself. And I think whenever we keep things to ourselves, it allows room for mistakes it allows room for like trying new things and a lot more confidence because if you don't have someone watching your every move or I don't know or even even copying everything that you're doing I don't really care about people copying me I've never been into like keeping up with anybody who I even thought might be copying me I don't even have any idea of people who may have copied other people have told me but I just don't put my hands or keep my head in that because it gets me nowhere. Like, at least, like, I know that I'm not copying, so it's not, like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with information of somebody else copying me? Like, they are on their own journey. If that's if they need a blueprint, then they're not on their own journey, and they'll figure that out later. But as for me, myself, and I... We're just going to keep rolling with what we got. I'm going to keep sharing with you guys. Because I know a lot of it I keep to myself. But I like sharing it. That's why the fuck I do it. LOL. What are we even talking about today? I don't know. But I'm so glad I woke up early. I hope you're feeling fresh and good this morning. I have a lot more energy. I'm begging my live friends. There's only nine of us on here right now. But I'm begging them to ask me a question for this podcast. <laughs> this morning hello I have heterochromia and if you don't know what that is it's whenever I have like a corner of your eye or I, th- I think heterochromia can be like any part of your eye but I have blue I have hazel eyes but I have like this 25% of my eye that's literally just blue and heterochromia is like if you have a blue eye and a brown eye or different colors but this says heterochromia in humans appears either as a hetero- her- hereditary trait unassociated with other diseases or as a symptom of various syndromes or as the result of trauma. Nice. I feel like it's a mix of all of it. I feel like my family line of generations, they have a lot of trauma to impact and I am the first guest with the bag and that shit is loaded and they overpacked for the whole goddamn family i'm slightly kidding i mean everyone has their junk everyone has their baggage everyone has their shit they gotta deal with so i'm not special but you know we all have to take responsibility for our feelings our emotions and our actions every day And make sure that we're being better every day. Make sure that we're loving ourselves better every day because we deserve that. And before that, we can properly, properly love other people. 
not toxic, not manipulatively, not in a, in a bad way. And you wouldn't be surprised how subtle some of those things are or can be. But before we start loving people genuinely and not selfishly, we got to look on the inside and see what's going on here because we project into the world exactly how we feel on the inside. Our mind is constantly creating our reality and whatever you got going on in your mind, like if you can't sit in a room by yourself for more than five minutes, you should probably learn to do that, okay? And if it's like, I can't do that, my mind's too noisy, I've got too much going on, I've got too many friend problems, I've got parent problems, I've got relationship issues, I can't sit by myself, sit through that sit through that noise and eventually you're going to notice oh i can control all of this and if you start dissecting these problems they're not actually problems and then you can actually start coming to these people in a less selfish way and be like okay this is who i am these are my boundaries and this is what i think like how our relationship can develop get better get stronger get closer if we like go about it this way this time in the middle of me talking about these things, I'm looking at my TikTok live and there's men on here and they're just saying the strangest stuff. I wish someone make an app where it's your choice to decide if who follows, who follows you, what gender follows you. And if I think that the men should have to pass a test to be able to follow me. Like if you genuinely want to keep up with my shit that bad, you have to pass this test that I've formulated for you. I think that's an incredible idea. And then I can just have like the girls on there, which is really who I want, really who I care about. And there's a few boys that care about my van life content. But other than that, they're just like a nuisance. I'm specifically talking about TikTok live and TikTok because the men on there, crazy. And it really doesn't matter which part of TikTok or what algorithm you think you're on because you could post one thing and like this one thing in the video catch their eye and it just ends up on the wrong side of TikTok and now you're haunted by crazy people for the rest of your life. Yes, I'm talking about you three underscore G underscore nine six. Actually, I forget that I can just block people on live. The amount of people that I block on TikTok every day. I'm talking about people you probably follow, people, some people you probably don't, but some, but sometimes I just don't want to see it. Sorry, I don't know what just happened there with the audio, but there are some people, their content, I literally don't want to see it, and I don't feel like that's a bad thing. I can, like, there's a reason there's a block button, and it's not that I'm, like, mad or hate you, it's that some of the content is just so fucking annoying because it is the opposite of how I think. And those people probably think the same thing about me. And a lot of the people that I do block or unfollow are strangers and they'll never know me. And it's just like random people who happen to have a video go viral like me. And I'll just block them so I never have to see that kind of content again. I'll block anybody. If I see a video that's just like kind of slightly annoying, I'm just like, I never want to see anything, anything like this again, immediately block. Because here we curate our feeds and we curate all of our social media to be perfect to what we want it to be. My social media is so diverse though. Like the TikTok, 
my TikTok uh, for you page could be completely different every week depending on the mood that I'm in and depending on what I'm fascinated by, what I'm, what my hobbies are, but there's all kinds of people on my for you page and sometimes I'll just get like a little hint of 2014 Abigail on the for you page and I'm just like, eh. just dislike, dislike, dislike. Can we get this off of the for you page because I do not think like this anymore. Sometimes I just think I'm being tested. And I'm like, this is a test, but I'm not falling for it. LOL. TikTok's cool, though. I can't believe I've had it for, like, three, four years now. Three or four years. I might get your heart racing in my skin tight jeans. I'm getting so old. I'm 23. I'm 23. I'm 23. May, June, July, August, September. I turned 24 in four months. Oh, my God. <laughs> Like, I'll have kids one day. I'll literally have kids, children, people that look like me. Half of me. Half of, hopefully you will. And I cannot believe that. Like, that baffles me one day that I'm going to have kids. And I, my TikTok for you page is nothing but, like, how I want to raise my kids one day. Not exactly, but there's so many moms out there that I'm like, I love how you did that. I love it. And the other day at the beach, which there's like, there's this new wave of gentle parent parenting. You guys know what gentle parenting is. Good morning, pretty little motherfuckers. All my life. Um, so we were at the beach the other day, and there's this dad just screaming at his two little girls, and this mom was like getting on to the kids through. I mean, was getting on to the dad through the kids. And I, me and Will had the same exact thoughts. We didn't talk about it until we back, got back in the car. But I let him talk because I wanted to know his perspective on that whole, like, ordeal of the family. And then I was like, oh, I love you. That's exactly what I was thinking about the whole situation. So, um, he originally was the one that said, that mom's getting on to the dad through the kids and I was like yes daddy that's exactly what she's doing and so what had happened was the dad was like yelling saying get out of the road stay right there and there were like no cars were coming no and there were tiny kids like probably three and five and the dad was just being like a little too much I don't know it was I'm this is not my situation to judge but I'm just telling a story you know and the mom, I don't really know exactly what everything happened, but the mom was like, we will talk about this in a safe space where you two can understand to the parent, to the kids, like saying that to the kids, but it's just like, that's not gentle parenting. The safe space is every, is like where you are, like that should be the safe space. And I understand sometimes like public and people are loud and kids can't pay attention sometimes and it's just like sometimes there's not a great space to talk about very situ serious situations but whenever it comes to your kid you're like your three or four year old not knowing that he that she shouldn't be playing in the road and like why like they've, it, that concept or that understanding just quite isn't there yet so for you to just one, they're like, what's a safe space? Like, is this not a safe space, mom? Is, 
like right here around you guys like it makes it really confusing so we went into that talked about that a little bit and I'm running out of breath talking but that that whole wave of gentle parenting there's like a fine line of gentle parenting and it's still being super toxic because like that direct communication could have like she could have directly addressed the dad and just been like hey yeah let's talk about this in a calm manner a cool manner we could just say like hey kids get on our backs and let's cross the road and then you as you're walking just be like look there's cars coming and if you get hit by one of these cars you're gonna splat on the road and then you can't breathe and then if you can't breathe you won't be here to hang out with me so that's like the rabbit hole I went down my head if I was going to have kids and be in that situation. But I think that the gentle parenting has the right intentions. Just like I think every parenting process idea has the right intentions. Just the execution is not 100% always there. Because I don't think that the parents 100% always understand it completely. Like it's definitely, you can tell it's definitely something that's being talked about. And the thing about things that get talked about is they aren't always talked about properly. And it's normally just a fad or a trend or something that something else, someone else is doing. Something like, I don't know. You know how sports are? You know, the kid never comes to you and says, I want to play ba- baseball or basketball or cheerleading. They never come to you and say that. It's always before the kid is even born, the parents have a dream And the kid better live to that dream. Because if that kid doesn't live to that dream, that kid is in for a lifelong of feeling like they are a disappointment. And doesn't that seem like a little fucked up? Like the parents already have a decision and a say on what the kid is going to do and be one day. And then the kid gets here, decides it doesn't want to be any of that. And now it's a disappointment and feels guilty. That in itself is like, the 20 years of unpacking just like thinking and like wondering have I made decisions for myself or have I been told what's good for me or like it's just getting to know yourself all over again which is not a bad thing it's super fun I've enjoyed it I don't think anything in my life has been like something I regret or well we know how we all like burp I it drink anything or ate anything today why am I burping we all have regrets and things that we wish we could have said differently but like at the end of the day it makes us who we are and we have to be like okay with that because we're growing and we're being better every day and we're loving each other and we're loving on other people better every day and sometimes that looks like just not even going out and just take care of yourself not responding like as weird as it sounds to say that loving on other people for me looks like not responding sometimes because the six months that I need by myself or x months like at the end of the day yeah that's for myself but it's really to make everything around my life everyone in my life feel more pleasant to be around me for everything to be just a more enjoyable experience and I'm getting more comfortable in who I am which takes a lot of like space and a long time and Google searches and YouTube videos and listening to music and different music learning different lifestyles learning different cultures learning different things about yourself and just 
really digging into the world, I guess. Oh my gosh, hello. I'm not on Folly Beach anymore. Someone just asked me on TikTok if I was on Folly. And I'm not. We're going to be home for like a week or two. Y'all, right now, it's looking at two weeks. And that's fine. I'm not mad about it because we're going to be here pretty much alone. Like, I'll just have the van in the backyard. And I'm pretty sure some family's going on vacation. So, we'll just be in this yard and in a house, like, chilling. But it's also very likely that we'll go to some local beaches that are like an hour away. But then hit Florida pretty soon. I'm so excited to surf more. I'm finally not sore anymore. I feel pretty good. I'm like hitting myself to make sure I'm not sore. I still need to return those Sony headphones to Walmart. I may go do that today because I'm sure. I hope my local Walmart has the white apple headphones with the microphone those are the best ones okay guys thanks so much for listening today i'm so glad this episode's coming out early for you baby i love you i hope you have a day full of water full of healthy food full of stretching a little bit and good vibes baby i love you thanks for streaming a big whale a big whale is out of here today baby bye bye